And welcome to The Truth Will Not Be Silenced, the show that allows people to be seen, to be heard, and to be human. I'm your host, Melissa Woodfork White. In today's episode, we will talk about the best quality entertainment with Trey Benham. Sharing our stories allows us to be seen, to be heard, and to be human. There will be a special surprise at the end of the show. Be sure to listen all the way through for the details. Our special guest today is Trey Benham. He is the owner and co-founder of Black Bartow Events, based in Cartersville, Georgia. His business focuses on providing quality entertainment, resources, and educational opportunities to the Black community of Cartersville, Georgia, and the surrounding areas. Trey obtained his bachelor's in business management from Fort Valley State University in 2007. He sits on the following boards, Carterville, Cartersville, Bartow, Chamber of Commerce, Atlanta's Best and Brightest, New Frontier of Bartow County, United Way of Bartow County, American Red Cross of Northwest Georgia. He has a wealth of knowledge and experience in business and the nonprofit sector. Trey is going to share with us about the best quality entertainment. Hi, Trey. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to be here, and I'm thankful that you invited me to be on here. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get right to it. Why did you get into the events business? Well, for me, it was kind of an easy answer for me. Um, in high school, I was a part of DECA. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But yes. A lot more people are familiar with FBLA, you know, Future Business Leaders of America. Mm -hmm. But I participated in DECA, which is kind of the marketing version of DECA. Can and you tell I us, for our uh, audience, can you tell us what DECA means? Because that's because I know that's an acronym. I know what it is. It's an acronym. If you could tell us what it means. Look, since you know what it is, since that's a high school, ah, I can Google it real quick. From high school. <laughs> Go ahead. But so uh, I always had this passion for marketing. And you would think that I went to college for marketing. But no, I ended up going to college for management. And so after graduating from college, I eventually made my way back to Cartersville uh, during college, I had a son, so I wanted to make sure that was back in Carter's. So I wanted to make sure I got back to my child. And while I was looking for my career, I started doing nightclub promoting. I uh, was doing a lot of clubs from Cartersville. Cartersville is about 40 miles northwest of Atlanta. And so I was doing some show, uh, clubs in Cartersville. Uh, Kennesaw and Marietta are two cities that sit in between Cartersville and Atlanta doing some shows there and also worked in clubs in Buckhead, Midtown and Downtown Atlanta. Uh, not only was I doing some nightclub promoting, but also got the opportunity to do some event planning and promoting for some stage plays in the area and other things of that nature. So I started doing those event planning uh, and marketing in around 2008 and I continued around 2011. Uh, throughout that those years, though, was my passion for that continued to grow. And I just, I was very successful with it. Uh, no matter what I did, no matter the arena, I even did church events at times uh, for, my, for my church. Uh, we did some, I did a couple of Christian comedy shows that I was able to uh, plan and promote. And so I quickly found out that I had a passion and was able to really spread word and get people out for events. Nice. I can see that you are very versatile and that your gift and your passion 
It doesn't matter what type of event it is. It's just something that you love to do and you're going to get it done and get people to come out. And I also noticed that you went to school for business management. I got my um, business degree in management too. And so I always knew that I was going to be in education too. <laughs> and so it's similar stories, but different arenas, but, yeah. um, but yeah. And so, but you are using your business degree because marketing is a part of that. We had to take those marketing classes in addition to those management courses. And so we, we got to learn the four P's of marketing and the background to doing marketing and all of that wonderful stuff. And so this leads to the next question. How does Black Bartow events help people to have the best quality events? So I want you to tell us the history of your business, how you came about, and then the types of services that you offer. All right, so we unofficially started in 2019. And when I say we, I have two other founding members that uh, work on Black Bartow events with me, and they are Scotland Smith and uh, Michael Todd Dean. And it all started in 2019 when a lady at my church, uh, Gloria Finney, she came to me and she wanted to find a way to motivate young people to get them registered to vote and to get them to actually get them to the polls for the upcoming 2020 election. And so she told me she was gathering a group of people and it was about 10 of us and we started meeting and we started discussing ways that we could truly motivate the young people in our community. And so one of the first things that we did as that group is that we met and we uh, planned a block party, a block party that was going to be in this uh, Summer Hill neighborhood, which is one of the uh, larger historical Black neighborhoods in our city. And we were going to have local rap groups and R&B groups, some, uh, trap poetry, uh, all these different elements that would attract people out. Mm -hmm. And we also featured vendors. Uh, we were invited several Black small, small Black businesses to come out to sell or give out their items, had food. It was just a good time. And we were able to get a lot of people to come out today. We got a lot of people to register to vote. And then, of course, we started talking about the next plans to actually get people to the polls. But now, mind you, I said this was a group of about 10 people. Mm -hmm. But what happened was the three of us, Scotland and Todd and I, we started meeting on our own. And one day we were having lunch in downtown Cartersville. And we just started talking. We was, the conversation was going all over the place. Uh, for one, to give you a little background, uh, while downtown Cartersville is surrounded by several predominantly black and brown neighborhoods, mm -hmm. when you go into downtown Cartersville, you will not see many black people, especially at that time. So it goes back to the historical. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, the history of downtown Cartersville, which actually created that segregation, those neighborhoods that are around it are mostly black. Mm -hmm. You know, they were there were lynchings. Uh, because at one time, you know, people, we always talk about Black Wall Street, what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but there were neighborhoods like that, di business districts across the whole entire country. Yes, and you, yes. you got that right. Those are, you know, um, Rosewood and Tulsa are the major ones, and then also Lake Lanier. Yes. And so, but you are so right about that. We have Black Wall Street all across the yes. country. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so... It was the same in Cartersville where they had a black district called Conyers Alley, but some uh, several lynchings took place to where black people no longer felt safe 
and they started moving out of the neighborhood and they started buying their own land uh, in neighborhoods surrounding downtown. Mm -hmm. But that history has pretty much lingered and where people don't to this day don't feel comfortable to be there. Wow. And when there are com when there are events in downtown Cartersville, it's not stuff that attracts us. It's bluegrass events. I'm, I'm, I mean, some black people might like bluegrass. It's just not going <laughs> to attract me <laughs> to come out. Yeah. So why would we so have it's a not very diverse? <laughs> it's not very like diverse. When you go to the major cities like the city of Atlanta, you're not just going to get bluegrass. You're going to yes. get some of everything, some R&B, some rap, some pop, some hip hop everything yes and while we're close enough to atlanta to where that is convenient it's still sometimes you want to make a five minute drive compared to a 30 or 45 minute drive yes and so we were having lunch and it was like you know what we need to have an event in downtown we need to increase our visibility we need to do something that matters to our culture so we left at lunch and we walked to the downtown development authority in, in downtown cartersville and we asked for the person that was over uh, downtown development and she just happened to be free and she met with us and was like, look, this is what we want to do in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, wow, well, uh, two weeks. All right. But she was on board. Uh, she was actually happy to see something new come to the area. And we had this event where we had we did the same thing. It's kind of like the block party where we brought in about 30 small black businesses mm -hmm. to give them a bigger um billboard to advertise and get the word out about what they do we brought in different rap acts uh, we just brought in different things we had a live dj and something that mattered to us and we had a great uh showing uh, so many people came out our vendors sold out quick we had one vendor wow. sell out in 40 minutes wow. um but was it food you know i have to ask you was it food <laughs> oh yes so we uh -huh. had <laughs> we had one vendor had jerk shrimp uh egg rolls just all over the place and so from that grew the idea of Black Barto events. We wanted something to to really hold, grab attention, and and say like and be intentional with what we're trying to do. We're all about providing education, empowerment, and resources to our community, stuff that matters to us, all while providing that quality entertainment. And so eventually, later in 2020, is when uh, we officially uh, made it an LLC and started working on more and more events. Uh, we've done several different things. We've hosted town halls. Uh, we've helped plan protests, uh, like for the during the George Floyd uh, situation. Uh, we've even wait, held a black tag out. So you guys were actively involved in the Black Lives Movement in yes. planning that protest. Yes, so we got involved in several different things. I, I saw how it went out across the country. So how was it in Cartersville? So the first one uh, was actually, it was pretty funny. So, you know, once again, you're dealing with a small city. It's 100,000 people that live in Bartow County. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, when the words started coming out that this this George Floyd Black Lives Matter movement was, this protest was happening, you know, stuff, chatter started happening on social media and people started talking, oh, they're going to burn the city down, you know, a whole bunch of negative stuff. Why is that, though? <laughs> Uh, Why do they always think that we're going to burn the city down when historically speaking, they're the ones that burnt our cities down? Yes. Over and over again, like, and like so we talked just, about at the beginning. I know it's a rhetorical question, Trey, but I just find it to be ironic that every time a, whenever time people of color, I'm just saying it, 
people of color want to protest, they immediately think that we're going to do what they did to us. I, yeah, I think that's the, that's what they're scared of. They're scared that the tables are going to turn and that they're going to get um, some some karma. Mm -hmm. But of course, we didn't have no plans for anything negative. Mm -hmm. But that chatter, though, actually, it helped spread the word. So yeah. even more people, I think that's what pushed it to be even bigger than what anyone expected. It was a crowd of hundreds of people in front of the old courthouse uh, that's located in downtown Cartersville. Uh, great vibes. Of course, you had a few people that was watching, hoping to try to start some trouble. But for the most part, it was great vibes. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. And it was just, uh, it was a wonderful feeling. And it just led to so many other things and other protests. And uh, we even did a um, employee rights during COVID um, wow. session, live wow. session with a, uh, some attorneys to talk about what it is you need to know as an employee um what rights you have during the during the pandemic how was that tell us about that because that's it that's very interesting so i'm not uh, saying that black lives isn't interesting but you know we, that's that's international news but when you hear about something that's not international news it kind of sparks interest yeah we uh so once again on some protest stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> um there was a teacher in a nearby city but still inside Bartow County that made some. And I have jerks. to caution you, no last names. Okay, yeah, no, no names. Okay, no, no names. Okay. But she made some very insensitive comments on Facebook about the Black Lives Matter movement. So we quickly, the three of us, we met with the superintendent of Bartow County Schools, making it clear that something needs to be done. And then also it came up that a school board member also said some things. And so the superintendent's response was that he formed a group of parents, community leaders, and students, and recent graduates to address some of the needs that needed to be addressed in the school system. And I met this young Hispanic lady that was a part of the group, and we started talking, and she let me know about this group that she was in that was a group of attorneys that helps with immigration rights and just general things, and they wanted to talk about COVID and your rights as of course, they focus on the brown community, but uh, but the stuff applied to anyone. So we got with them and do it to do a Facebook Live and just really let their attorneys go over so many different things that a lot of people were not aware of. We had a great uh, turnout for it. We had over two thousand views for it on the Facebook Live. Wow! And so it was very beneficial, and we're looking to do more things like that. That is awesome. And you shared some of, well, you you gave us a lot of good information about the quality, best quality entertainment and how to provide and the best quality events and how it could be any type of event. And the most important thing that I got from what you just shared was diversity. Making it diverse, make it, make it, making it equitable and making it accessible to all people and not just to some people. Did I get that right? Yes, you got that right. And that was definitely been the plan from the uh, from the start. Awesome. So I want you to tell us what the process looks like. So when you take one of the events that you just shared with us, whether it was a protest, whether it was um, voter registration, whether it was a block party, what were the steps? Just give us, just give us a few of the steps. I know that it's very detailed that you have to go through to put the event together, but just give us the, the most important steps. So one of our most successful events, not, I'm not even gonna say one of, the most successful event that we've held to this date was our Black Excellence Award Show and Gala. 
This was a black tie event that we held last year, the weekend before Juneteenth. And this was a very costly event, but we wanted to pay tribute to past and current uh, legacy uh, legends in our community. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we came up with 15 categories. Each one of those categories were named after some someone that meant a lot to us and or the community. So, for example, all three of us had an award named after our fathers. Mm, nice. Uh, then we had awards named after other people who just really did a lot for the Black community in Bartow County. And then we reached out to the community. We put out a nomination form and we gave people in the community a chance to nominate someone that they feel like truly um, represents Black excellence from coaches to brands to businesses uh, to leaders, uh, those that are um, empowering the community, teachers. Uh, we have even doctors, uh, doctors that have the heart of the community. And with that, from step by step, we had to you know, first plan it out. Mm -hmm. What is this going to look like? What is it that we need? What is the budget? How? What is this going to cost? There you and go. So started looking for sponsors. Mm hmm uh, we knew this event was going to cost somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand dollars. So, how can we make this? Even though we were donating some of it to uh, a large portion of it to a, another another profit, we still want this to be profitable. We want right. to find a way that we're not coming out of our pocket, right? Because you are a business. Yes. So we started reaching out to several businesses in the area, and because of my background working with so many different boards and Scotland, she works in the marketing, so she has a, a wide variety of clients that she can reach out to. And Todd, he's just one of those people that he, whenever he meets someone, uh, he's able to win them over. And they ready to write him a check, huh? <laughs> yes. He one of those. <laughs> and so we started building up that database of people to reach out to to get the sponsors. And we had a lot of major sponsors get on board, uh, big names that was willing to sponsor this gala. And then, of course, we went into that marketing for it. We started slowly sitting, putting out the teasers and all while having a separate team of people that were working on that marketing, but having a separate team of people working on the, the setup. Mm -hmm. uh, we had people with us that we had hired that knew how to um, do the decorating. So, so the key was, out. is that you all did what you could do in-house and then yes. you outsource the rest to experts that could do that. So that they, so that this event was the most successful event. Yes, and that came from the networking is knowing who to reach out to, and so networking is good in so many ways. Of course, it's good to find a job. It is mm -hmm. good to get more business, but it's also good to know what resources are out there so that you can go about something in the most cost-effective way. Yes, and so we were able to get things done a lot cheaper. So while we were projecting twenty thousand, we actually ended up getting this event done in about about twelve thousand. Um, so it sold out a month in advance uh, before we actually had. had now that's a good thing. Yes. You uh, know, I, we <laughs> always pay attention to when we're going to events, if they already sold out or if they still selling tickets, because, you know, if they're still selling tickets, that means they're going to drop the price of the ticket to sell out <laughs> on the day of the event. So that was a beautiful thing that you all yeah. sold out a month before and you did not have to do those marketing tactics. But we also actually had to go, keep going back to the venue. Like, how can we get another table? How can we fit another table here? Because we have so many people like, I got to come. And so, yeah, we kept extending like, okay, we got another table just became available. We got some more uh, room. And so we we found a way to sell a few. We sold about 20 more tickets than we were suspecting. 
Okay. Um, I mean, it because you know this is an event. You know, our target audience. Of course, we cater to anyone, mm -hmm. but our target audience is thirty-five and below. Right. Uh, and it's getting the thirty-five and below crowd to come to a black tie event that costs a hundred dollars. Right. That's not open bar. Like you're not. It's cash bar. So you're right. not. Getting, yeah. It's. It can be no, a little no, no. like. I, look. I'm long gone from that age group, but I understand because I remember when I was that age, if we're paying that type of money, I need open bar. I need hors d'oeuvres. I need something. And then yes. you all did it with cash bar. I'm impressed. Uh, so we just put a lot of effort into the presentation. We made sure it was top notch from the program to the video presentation from where we presented the nominees to the, the award that each person got, to the entertainment that we provided, the MCs, we put so much thought into every small detail. Mm -hmm. And what really uh, motivated us was the feedback that we got, including the mayor of Cartersville attended. And he told us, it was like, this is the best event that I ever attended. But what motivated us the most with that is that it didn't go anywhere near perfect the way we wanted to. Like, of course, no event is ever everything go that could go wrong pro probably went wrong. But, but you would never know that unless you were behind <laughs> the scenes. Yes, everything that could have went wrong went wrong. So <laughs> it was like, <coughs> excuse me. You okay? Yeah, about choked up my spit. <laughs> so as great as it turned out, we had so much room to grow and improve. And so that made us like so excited about this year's. And so we're already planning it. We're already um, probably got about $7,000 in sponsorships already because people are wanting to get on board. Nice. Matter of fact, one person that we reached out, one business that we reached out to sponsor mm -hmm. last year who ignored us, uh, right when it was over, they reached out. I was like, oh, what can we do to be a part of this next year? Oh. Oh, well, I, please reach out. Let us know. And so they're already on board to sponsor this year. It was like, we reached out last year. Well, that's but... how it happens. You have the people that are risk takers that are going to jump in with you. And then you have the people that are like, well, let me see, you know, how this is going to go. And then we'll get apart. But I think that that is so awesome. So I have to ask you, how does sharing your story today help others? Tell us about the current and future plans. You just shared with us that you guys are gearing up for a new, the second annual uh, Black Tie. And so if there's anything else that you guys are doing, because I know that you do a lot of education and so forth within the community, can you share that with our audience? Yeah, so the two big events that we're working on right now is, of course, the second annual Black Excellence Award Show and Gala, which will be June 10th at the Savoy Automobile Museum in Cartersville. But coming up next weekend on Saturday, Saturday, February 25th, we'll hold a, the second annual Black History Parade that goes through all of downtown Cartersville. Uh, is a, then we'll have a pop-up shop to immediately follow that, once again, featuring several small Black businesses and, and nonprofits sharing their resources. Uh, that starts at 1.30 on the February 25th. And we just hope that Everyone across the Atlanta area comes out to watch this. We have bands, we have dance teams, we have step teams, uh, sororities, fraternities, so many people that will be involved in this. Uh, but you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Black Barto Events. Mm -hmm. You can email us any questions. Our email is events at gmail.com. Uh, please reach out to us. And, and we have a lot of different events and education opportunities that will be coming up. And we just hope that you can join us.
Awesome. So for the audience, you guys, this is how you have the best quality events. You contact <laughs> Trey Benham at Black Barto Events. And so for everybody, oh, I wanted to ask you, are you guys going to continue to expand in the surrounding area? You think you'll make it to downtown Atlanta? I know you've done something in some things in downtown. Are you going to continue to do things all over? And so eventually we do uh, plan on bring, uh, having another group, a subchapter of this Black Barter events that does fo focus on the greater Atlanta area and also Northwest Georgia. We sit right at the um, where Northwest Georgia and of Metro course. Atlanta meet. Yeah. And so there's also some needs for the extreme Northwest Georgia part. I actually went to an event Thursday in Rome, Georgia, which is about 30 minutes northwest of here. And the mayor, who is Black, she was like, we need some of this Black Bartow stuff here in Rome. Nice. So, well, thank uh, you so much, Trey. Thank you for sharing all of your expertise and knowledge on providing the best quality entertainment. Thank you for sharing your business with us, Black Bartow Events. For all of our audience members, please be sure to reach out to Trey Benham at Black Bartow Events. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Next week, we'll continue to discuss and have conversations about real experiences, personal and professional. Stories that need to be shared, seen, and heard that makes us human. The truth will not be silenced. To be seen, to be heard, to be human. The surprise. If you like and leave a positive comment about this show, you will get a shout out. This includes businesses, organizations, product services, and events. Following the link in the show notes, in the show notes, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the best way to launch a professional podcast. Want to ask a question, be a guest, or subscribe to this podcast? The truth will not be silenced. Click on the show link. Thank you for joining us today.